the video people get a, a, a second one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Chat with a rat episode four. We have Christopher Pack with us. Say hello, Christopher. Hey everyone. <laughs> Again. Uh Chris is the lead singer of a band called Twisty Chris and the Pudding Packs. Um and go ahead and say the other bands are in again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I uh, I uh, sing in Twisty Chris and the Put In Packs. I play bass in Blood Donor, and I play drums in the Scurvy. Nice. <laughs> um, hold on. Babe, give me that book over there that I left over there, please. I'm totally prepared in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I wrote down some questions for you. Um and we'll get to them. But uh, to start off with, I know there was a question that uh, you had mentioned to me before. So uh, I'll go ahead and ask you that question. Um, have you ever seen uh, someone steal someone else's joke? Yes. Okay. So like, you mean like comedy, because this is about stand up comedy and I'm not a stand up <laughs> comedist, <laughs> but here I am. Uh, okay. But I do music and from the outside looking in it, like, the stand-up comedy and watching people do that and they do it all the time and sometimes yeah. they change it up enough where it's not but th this is what i think about it so like when i'm when i'm in a band and i'm and i like hear something like uh yakety yak by the coasters is that the coasters that the yakety yak you should know these things yeah yakety yak don't talk back that's yeah. yeah it might the coasters, be the coasters right? i mean maybe so I don't know. so sure. okay so like <laughs> in twisty chris we play that but um uh -huh. so, but so when i hear that and i'm like oh yeah i like the effect that has on people I should have that same effect on people, so we'll so we'll do it, but we'll do it like louder and with more energy and faster. So I think like if someone were to steal a joke, yeah, they should just do it louder <laughs> and faster <laughs> and with a lot more energy. So yeah, then that it's would like make it okay. Then it's a cover joke, <laughs> and it's an amazing cover joke, and people are gonna go nuts. Could you imagine like, <laughs> you know, like when Chris Rock was going on and on about like. Vita Loca. He's like, Vita Loca. You know, everybody's doing Vita Loca. But imagine if you did that same joke really fast. Like, <laughs> Everyone goes, Vita, Vita Loca. And you run around the state. And then it's not about stealing the joke anymore. It's how you present it. Yeah, you so, make it your own. So yeah. and I think there should be cover You'd be joke like, artists. Yeah, you yeah know, for like, sure. You'd be like, you might be a redneck. <laughs> Dude, yes. Like, <laughs> if you're so excited that you're going through Lakeland and you see the Golden Corral, if you're so excited about the Golden Corral and then you see a twisted tree next, you might be a redneck. And everybody would go nuts. And it's like you're the, in like cover comedy could be a new thing, just like cover bands. And you can make yeah. a lot more money, just like cover bands make a lot more money from stealing other music. You can yeah, make a lot exactly. of money from stealing jokes. But you'd have to play it like um – <laughs> like sleazy bars and such, like cover, like cover bands. Yeah, like, like, like in the, like <laughs> in the yes, same way. Like you're in a strip, or in like, strip plaza. like in front of the Applebee's. Dude, okay, <laughs> there was a sign that said, "I'm not kidding." Like right before the exit to get here, and it said, "Roadside attraction, Applebee's." Yeah, and well, it spoke to my heart. <laughs> we uh, we went to Applebee's last night, um, and there was a cover band playing out in front of Applebee's. And they were so terrible, so bad. I was standing outside smoking a cigarette while I was waiting on the food to come. And there was this other dude standing out there smoking a cigarette. And he had the exact same gold teeth that I had. So I was like, oh, instant buddies. Um, but 
he looked over at me and he was like, that guy cannot play the drums. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty bad. I was like, but I think it's so bad because the drums are out of tune because they were definitely out of tune. Right. Um, and, uh, he was like, yeah, yeah. And then like both of us were standing there for a second listening. And then he was like, no, I think it's both. And I was like, yeah, it's both. <laughs> it is they both. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to go to this Applebee's. It sounds amazing. <laughs> I love all Applebee's. I know you do. I'm the number one Applebee's champion. <laughs> I know you're a big fan. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man, I would love to go to this Applebee's to watch this really bad band. <laughs> usually I just it spend was... all my money on touch tunes at Applebee's. I have touch tunes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I always do the Waffle House birthday song, which is available on all touch tunes even at applebee's i'm not familiar yeah it's just the, wa- the waffle house birthday song it, it's what you would expect this polka they're like it's your birthday <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like happy birthday from waffle house and I, and i and i've probably spent like 80 dollars on touch tunes this year great just, just playing that one song oh, that's a good investment sir. yeah it's, it's, it's it has a great return on investment <laughs> and i recommend that to everyone yes i yeah good good choices love it uh, um, how do you how how do you even go about getting booked at an Applebee's? I don't know. <laughs> well, you're in the I, band. You should know. You're in I've a cover band. Why not? <laughs> you love Applebee's and you're in a cover band. How how have you not played I at an Applebee's yet? I think we need yet? to find out. I think you. Yeah, I it. think so. I mean, maybe I need worse drums and I don't know. <laughs> should we call Applebee's? Yeah, and see if I, we need to there? figure this out. I will be mad if the next time I go to Applebee's, you're not playing there. I'm going to book myself <laughs> at the Lakeland Applebee's within the next two months, I yeah, promise. You heard it here first, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Twisty Chris and the Pudding Packs come into the Applebee's near you. <laughs> uh, so how long have you been playing music for? Um, I, Drumming is what I've always done, even though like most people don't know me as a drummer. But So that was like the first thing you yeah, did musically? Probably. I was about four years old, and I got a Smurfs drum set. <laughs> okay. And I was really into the monkeys at the time. The right on. And, and the, to the TV show was, like, really popular on Nickelodeon. And like, we're talking, like, 1985, you know, 84, 85. And I was, like, literally trying to figure out how they did the drums. I wasn't just, like, most kids going. <laughs> I was trying to figure out the certain things. So. Okay, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. I'm just making sure, you're good, you're good. I'm just making sure, because my headphones are being weird, sorry. So I I would, uh, I started drumming then, and and my first band was, I was 14 years old, it was called the Country Squires Band, and it was uh, (laughs) uh, in Spartanburg, South Carolina, a line dancing club called Country Time USA, and it was like 1994, (laughs) and every single weekend, the band would play, and... But I didn't play every single weekend. I played every other weekend because their real drummer was like in the army reserves or something. So she was gone every other weekend. So it's just like a band that you filled in for. Yeah, yeah. But like every other weekend, I would play drums. And then at the same time, I w- at that time, I was like really getting into punk music too. And I was like one of my favorite bands was Green Jello, and I would s- I was pen pals with them and wrote to them, and they would write me back, and I would tell them I want to start a band. They're like, start a band. They actually like encouraged me to start a band so yeah yeah so when i was 14 i was in a the country squires band and then a punk band at the same time (laughs) okay and it was it was a lot of fun and i just kind of jumped into both having no idea what i'm doing with either so the first like punk band that you're in did you did you do anything with that one or yeah actually i'm still friends with the guy that was in the bass player adam we still 
chat with each other all the time. We'll see each other a couple of times a year, even though he's in South Carolina. Nice. And um, but we were we had this amazing band name called Feedback. <laughs> like, like later we found out that there's a band called Feedback like in every town ever. Yeah, probably. We it yeah, was I'm sure. Thing yeah, ever. yeah. And our songs were like, we had one song called it was like two seconds long and it was called I farted and it stinks real bad. It was like I farted and it stinks real bad. And, that was, <laughs> that was it. and then we had yeah. some other like pop punk songs too. We we had no idea what we were doing, but we had so much fun. We 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 caught our we we said we said we were like. We're gonna do our basement tour. And we <laughs> Go to different people's basements. Basement. Oh, <laughs> my house. <laughs> nice. But you know, our friends. They we call it. We we would just. We had a lot of fun, but you yeah, know, we had no idea what we were doing, and I kind of haven't stopped playing since. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of how it was for me too. The first first band I was ever in, when I was probably like sixteen, and I was like a huge fan of the Locust and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah they're crazy yeah and i was just like man i want to start a band like the locust so i found like three of my friends that um neither of us were terribly talented at playing anything right. um but i found three other people that had instruments <laughs> um and i had i got a microphone and a uh, uh keyboard um speaker like like, mm -hmm. like you yeah. know uh amp and um and we just like started playing like that, and um, it was god awful. It was like the worst awesome. band ever. But we we played like a couple shows. Uh, we got booked on. I think we played like a show that like Carpenter's Home Church put on. Cool. So yeah, it was. What was your band called? Uh, that band was called She Said Never. She said never. Yeah. Oh, um, deep. Yeah, I don't I don't know where it came from. Uh, <laughs> my buddy Will came up with that name, and I was just like, okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I never really cared for it too much, but he was like adamant about it. So, um, yeah, it was terrible though. Uh, but it was fun. Like I said, um, nice. after that I was in some more better bands, but, um, but see, you don't even remember those. It was the fun one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, let's see. So what, I know you want to do. You've been talking to me about wanting to do stand up, uh, like right. uh, here and there. Like if you know, uh, you're um, thinking about it at least. Yeah. Um. So what's what's holding you back from that? This is the pause because I don't have a right answer for <laughs> that. It's almost like, do I want to take on something else? And right. the answer is, yeah. Why not? But I don't know. I think I should just try it one one day. Like Absolutely. Uh, until I feel like until someone tries it the first time, they won't know if it's for them or not. Right. I feel like there's a certain type of person that gets in front of people and starts telling jokes. And when you get those laughs, it's like the best drug ever. Uh, I believe it. Like it's it's yeah. amazing. Um and like, and, and f I feel like for some people that's the way it is, and for other people probably it's not like that. They probably don't care either way. You know, sure. those people probably won't end up being comedians or whatever, or you know. But um, I see like even like I see some people that aren't the greatest comedians, but when they do get laughs, they like you know, that's they're like ah oh, yes you know. So they right. work hard at it. Like and they keep you know they're like oh, I got to make this funnier you know. Uh, it doesn't come as easy for everyone, but um. But there, I feel like it's a, it's just like a passion inside some people that like you know that's uh, that's it gives them some sort of joy, um, and those are the people I feel like and like and like I say until you do it once, 
I don't feel like you'll know. And like, you know, you might get up there and do it. You might get a ton of laughs and you're just like, well, that was cool. But like, well, I don't really care. You know, like it might be like doing karaoke or something, you know. Sure. And I think that I will totally feed off of it just from like doing music in general. Like, yeah, like when you watch our like, especially Twisty, when you watch our live shows, it's all about the stupid stuff. Yeah, exactly. We've been playing these same easy songs for like a decade. Like there's (laughs) they're just easy and funny and whatever. Right. But. The presentation is what I always have fun with. The silly Absolutely. dances. I mean, like one of my favorite <coughs> comedians, uh, you know, he's a song and dance guy. He's not even a comedian. And um, right. And and what happens to me a lot of times when I'm like talking to a crowd is I forget things. <laughs> like yeah. right now, I'm forgetting his name. And Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. <laughs> okay. That's just what it is. Yeah. And, um, it's okay. That happens to me all the time too. I could see myself going that route. Where I'm, yeah, sure, I'm doing jokes, but I'm also, like, a little bit hyper, like I am on stage anyway. Right, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's the presentation more than the joke. Right. So I, I will just steal your jokes and do them more hyper. <laughs> right, yeah. And well, it wouldn't take much effort to do my jokes more <laughs> with more energy. I love your presentation, though. I see your videos, but your presentation is where it's at. <laughs> it's very low energy. I love it, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, uh, it's not something I even really planned on doing. It was just uh, kind of came out that way when I got up to the first time because it's just kind of similar to how I talk in general. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to remember everything, and that's just kind of how everything came out. And then uh, everybody was just like, oh, I love how you did that. <laughs> and I was like, well, I, I guess that's how I, to- how I do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, let's see. I uh, I wrote a good joke or a good joke. I always call these questions jokes. <laughs> every single every single That's time. I call everything. <laughs> um. So, what's your favorite um, style of music to? Um, well, first of all, what's your favorite style of music to perform? To perform. Hmm. See, that's brutal. Uh, <laughs> It's it would be a style that I don't perform actually. I would love yep. to be in a boy band like <laughs> like okay. uh, like uh, New Kids on the Block or something like that, where we <laughs> sing and dance like to perform. I would love to do that. Like, yeah. Yes, like where we have like four or five dudes on stage yeah, doing yeah, the same yeah. dance moves, and we have the different parts. Do you think you could do? Do you have like a voice for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you heard me? No, I do not I mean, at all. I don't know. But I think you have an okay like, voice for what it, you though. do. I would love to like be in like a boy band. Like I can't sing, I can't dance, but I do both, like the best I can. Right. And if I can get like a bunch of dudes to also do that, I think it would be amazing. I think that also, like honestly, would probably be great. Like if you had like like five guys that none of them could sing that great or dance that great, but they all just like went all out yes, doing it. Exactly. <laughs> Could you imagine that? It would be amazing. So, yeah, because like, yeah, that's another be one. Because really I talked about when I was a kid, I loved the monkeys and stuff like that. But then as, as time went on, I really got into New Kids on the Block. I never really got into Backstreet because at that point I was like a little bit like once you hit that age, you're not allowed to be a guy and listen to that anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. And so I hit that age. But, like, yeah, all of that, like New Kids on the Block and monkeys, any of that where we're all like doing dances, I would love to do that kind of stuff. Right. Or even yeah, like I mean, know, like stuff like the coasters and the platters, like yeah, yeah, thing. that's true. Yeah, it's they the used to do. Yeah, they used to do that stuff, stuff too. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's probably that's like probably that. where it originated yeah. from. Oh, absolutely. 
Uh, always white people stealing stuff from people of color. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I. Uh, so what? Um, how long have you been making uh, like videos for like on Facebook and like like funny videos and stuff? Just like you know, like I my TikTok account is older than anyone's TikTok. Account. Really, I can say that with confidence. <laughs> nice. um, but no, but, and but for real, I don't know. Like as soon as I was able to like, because I would make funny videos like me and my friend Travis that lived across the street from me when I like in high, in junior high or whatever. We would like with a VHS little camera, we would make stupid videos anyway and no okay. one would even watch them we just right right so it just kind of evolved into like once you're able to do it and actually post it i did you know? nice nice yeah so I, I don't know exactly when i started making silly videos and i don't even know if they're even good but <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> but no, like they're pretty, just, a lot of them are really always, funny you know I've, I've kind of always made videos and yeah i uh that's how i <laughs> was like introduced to you like originally it was somebody being like oh yeah this is my friend so and so he makes really funny videos and <laughs> oh, i was no. like oh yeah and then like played one and i was like that's pretty funny oh, well, do you remember which <laughs> video it was <coughs> oh man i don't know i can't remember what the first video that i saw you do was um i remember when you were doing this weatherman videos oh, WCHRIS <laughs> for the weather yeah because because <laughs> yeah. my my family you know i'm 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 not from florida like we're we're like you, you've lived in florida a long time yeah yeah my whole life for the life. most part so yeah. when hurricanes come you know it's it there's precautions but you know you're gonna be okay yeah you yeah, yeah. And, uh, but talk closer coming, to the microphone but, but coming from like like the, whoops coming from like in state <laughs> of south carolina like away from the shore they're not used to like hurricanes and stuff like that, so they they would check on me. Are you okay? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I just started having fun with yeah, it. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't live here thinks it's something like really scary. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 they and and I'm glad I'm, I appreciate their concern. So instead of being like I'm fine, I'm fine, I would make fun videos and be like, <laughs> here's the weather. It's <laughs> and, yeah. And I would do like the weather reports until. And then my phone dies, and I don't have power, and I wasted my all of my phone doing the video. And yeah, and and you'd I, you'd always be like talking into like <laughs> into like a bottle of Dr Pepper in yes. the microphone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then there's one where I did. I said it was sponsored by Roof Water because the roof it was just horrible, <laughs> and I drank it, and it was so gross because I it, imagine it had so. like the little like pellets from the shingles. <laughs> <laughs> so don't actually ever drink roof water. It's not <laughs> good for you. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm glad you told me that because I was I was, I was I was about to <laughs> I was looking into it, man, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, so uh So what's your favorite uh type of music to listen to? Hmm. Dude, it really depends on my mood. Yeah. I listen to Mm. Loosely, I could say like punk rock would yeah. be like my favorite style of music <coughs> um, to listen to, like punk rock or like maybe. I I used to be more into like fifties rock and roll, and then I kind of got into like Motown soul stuff too. I'm wearing a Motown shirt right now, <laughs> uh, but um, but like, oh man, it it goes all over the place. Uh, yeah, like. I, I really got into hardcore like in the late nineties, early two thousands, like a lot of the straight edge hardcore stuff all that stuff and then man, I, I don't know. Like <laughs> surf music I love. It's 
it's all over the place and and it just depends on the mood like what was i listening to on the way here i was listening to christian rap on the way here (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so like it could be anything um man that new andy minio album hits so hard it's so good listen to it listen to the new andy minio people (laughs) but but um i I guess i could always fall back on the ramones always because they have a good um mixture of i mean obviously they're a punk band they are the american punk rock right band, but but it's very so much influences too, yeah. yeah like uh, like a beach boys jan and d the influence yeah yeah all, all like doo-wop influence so i think i always maybe fall back to the ramones yeah. style oh yeah i love the ramones yeah um well what you're just saying brings me to a good question that i wrote uh what do you think happened to the christian punk scene for christian like christian punk music because oh, wow. it, it was huge yeah okay bit, wow you brought that there. up you went there yeah okay <coughs> um uh brandon ebel broke it from tooth and nail records he killed it <laughs> but he also created it <laughs> he created a monster and then destroyed it well how did he kill it uh, no okay so originally there were and that's a solid question. So, like, in the mid-'90s and stuff, there were some bangers coming out, man. Yeah. There were some good bands that were coming out. and But they, they were kids, man. These people were coming out, and they were, like, 15, 16 years old getting signed and, and worked. They were worked hard. They were dropping out of school and touring. But yeah. And they f- and they were like, oh, we're doing this for God, which really they, – they, they're kids, man. And so I think what happened was – a term that comes up with church hurt, you know, where it's like they kind of lose their faith because of how people treated them. Yeah, yeah. And when when you're working for the biggest Christian music label in in the indie world, like Tooth and Nail Records, yeah, and they hurt you, what <coughs> do you have left? You know, because they, right, yeah, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not questioning anyone's faith or anything. And like, I'm not going there. I'm speaking like on the industry itself, mm-hmm. and um. And I think that when that industry hurt them and, and they're that young, they don't have anything else to fall upon because they were just kids anyway. And so yeah. I think that did it. And then also when these bands were coming out, then they just started like like crapping out some garbage bands, man. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you, there were so many bad Christian punk bands that came out in the late 90s that <laughs> – because they're like, oh, anybody could do it. Have you ever heard of ska? <laughs> and, then, and then it's like all these garbage ska bands would yeah, come out yeah, too. Yeah. And then, but then like it kind of picked back, especially in Florida, with like the hardcore and the metalcore and stuff like that. that exactly. Well. Yeah, that too. But even that, it like it swelled and died. Like I remember being uh, younger, and um, I actually played bass in the in a band that was like. A Christian hardcore band, quote right. unquote, Christian hardcore band. Um, th- it was like an or a band that was already formed, and they had a mm-hmm. bassist, but there something happened to their bassist. I don't remember, and uh, and they like asked me to play bass for them, and I was like, yeah, I guess so, whatever. And then later they kicked me out of the band because they said that I wasn't Christian enough or whatever Same. for the band. Um, but then like later after that, um. Well, I won't. I won't go into all the details. <laughs> but it was. It's a, it's a thing. But anyways, um, but I remember like a time um, where uh, I knew people personally that were in like some like bigger 
like hardcore metalcore bands and stuff like that and um who literally were like yeah we're uh like and i think a lot of people had this mentality where they were just like we can just say we're a christian hardcore band say we're a christian metal band and we'll get signed way easier yeah so people were just doing that to get signed yeah um and to like get booked on hellfest and stuff like yeah. that mm-hmm. um but a lot of these bands weren't they, they didn't care at all no, right, they yeah. weren't anything yeah, like it wasn't, that yeah and I, and i think in general <coughs> with with the punk scene and i say punk broadly you have to if it's not true people are going to know eventually yeah yeah and yeah. And, and, and that punk metal hardcore and it's and it's not if you're not true to what you're saying no matter what you're saying people are going to catch on and it's going to be fake I agree. and people yeah. are going to yeah. And, and and that probably contributed to killing the scene too, or killing it or whatever. Um, yeah. You even see like bands now too that were like bands that are still popular that used to be Christian bands, who now are like, eh, nah, we ain't doing that. Uh, like yeah. Under Oath. Yeah. You know, they're like, actually dial that back, <laughs> sir. You yeah, know, they, like, they're like, like, yeah, and and you know, and that's, man, you brought that up too. Okay, <laughs> so like people like like Aaron. Okay, so like. It's funny because people think Blood Donor is that that I play bass for is X Under Earth. None of us were in Under Earth, this <laughs> but but like we were in, we were evolved from another band with 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 like Octavio that was was in Under okay Earth Octavio yeah yeah, yeah 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 so and he's he's good he's good friends of what ours. What was that other band he was in? I think I played a show with him one time. Uh, maybe Anamkara. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so our drummer, played, the drummer for Blood Donor is in Anam was in Anamkara also. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so like, but then. I think that brings like people like Aaron and, and Dallas who used to be in Under mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then and Aaron and uh, Spencer, yeah, they and they are very open about it. They've been hurt by the whole brings up the whole that term church hurt, which is like right. people say church hurt like it's an insult. Like like I'm saying this like from like a Christian environment, people say church mm-hmm. hurt as an insult to these people. Like oh, they just got church hurt. Well, why don't we do something about it? Why why do we have to keep being dicks to these people? Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of being like, oh man, what can we do to make these people not be so pissed off at us? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah, and I mean, uh, like I, I can relate to it, you know, because I grew up in in church right. and in Christian school and all that, and um, and I'm not by any means a religious person right. anymore, and um. I won't say that it's all stemmed from that, but I'll initially, initially that's, that's where it came from. Almost every time. Yeah. It's almost every time. Initially, it, it was yeah. me being like, I don't want to have anything to do with these people. They're awful. You yeah. Know? Almost yeah. every time. But, um, but I, you know, I don't, uh, I don't uh, look down on anyone for, you know, how they, what they think or what they believe. Right. I think and that's, that's awesome that you don't, you know, there's. <coughs> think we we're at an age and like i mean i know i'm older but like we as a our generation is at an age where m- we're more accepting to others some some people are yeah well some, <laughs> some people are but i think and and one of my, my one of my friends jason told me he said those people that aren't like that they're eventually going to die off yeah and it might take a few more generations but it's going to be less and less and less just like our i mean we all have uh, like that that racist uncle or the racist grandpa, <laughs> right? Yeah, but absolutely. And but that I think all of that's gonna like go away because everybody's just tired of it. You know, I agree. Yeah, everybody's just yeah. tired of the negativity, yeah. and hopefully that eventually just kind of 
fizzles out and people can be nice to each other. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be amazing if uh, people could just like let each other be and just be kind to each other. Right. Be lovely. Um, and I don't care what your religion is. That's a pretty uh, easy thing to believe in. <laughs> just right, being yeah. kind to one start, another. Start with loving and then <laughs> go from there. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, moving on from that, uh, how many hot dogs have you eaten in one sitting? Oh, dude. I okay. So I love hot dogs so much, man. <laughs> I know you do. And and what's I, and I love like bad hot dogs and good hot dogs. I I don't know the exact number of hot dogs I've eaten in one sitting. Because, dude, oh man, that's a good question. <laughs> I love crab legs too. I can tell you that in one sitting, <laughs> one time. I <laughs> I know I'm not answering your question, but <laughs> but but one time I ate like over 170 crab legs <laughs> in one sitting. It was at Eddie's in Dunedin. They had <laughs> they had oh you can eat crab legs on Saturday night, and I used to live right next door to it. And um, and I'm not even kidding. Me and my friend Paul, we both ate. We were like, we're gonna eat more than 150. And my mom was there. And it was at, at that time. This was years ago, and it was my mom's fiftieth birthday. Mm. So we made my, my mom <coughs> eat fifty, <laughs> but we ate one hundred and fifty each. Good but God. but then it went more. It was more. So we're estimating about one seventy. And then the next weekend they had uh, all you can eat shrimp instead of all you can eat crab. <laughs> and they've never had all you can eat. I, I'm, so I'm fully taking credit for making Eddie's never want to do all you can eat crab <laughs> ever again. Nice. But hot dogs. I don't know how many hot dogs I've. Like, I don't know. I can eat a lot of hot dogs, man. Hot dogs <laughs> are so good, and I like, I like, I think I like the bad gas station ones the best, like from <laughs> Thornton's. Like, have you ever been to Thornton's before? No, I don't uh, think I've ever been to a Thornton's. I don't know if there's a Thornton like on the way here. I didn't notice Thornton's. But no, we don't think we have one around oh here. Oh, dude, they're so good, and they have it where you can like get all the different toppings on it and stuff. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. Speedway and Racetrack, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. But something about Thornton's, man. Mm, they have the nacho <laughs> cheese. And, oh, dude. I can tear that. I can tear those up, and and then they can get me back. <laughs> well, I'll have to, to track down the Thorntons, I guess. Try one of these <laughs> magical hot dogs. They're not that great. <laughs> I don't know. I like gas station hot dogs too, though. I'm not gonna lie. I um, I've eaten many of them. There you go. One <laughs> of my friends uh, that works with me, he uh, he's from the Cleveland area, and he he gives me mustard from the Cleveland Indians baseball. Stadium, yeah, they, yeah. their mustard mm -hmm. to put on hot their hot dog mustard, right? That changed the, my world for hot dogs even more. It's so good. Is it regular yellow mustard or is it like a, like a spicy mustard? It's not spicy, but it's still brown and has like the flavors to it. But it's a mild spice, so you could really just pile it on there. Do you think it has like horseradish in it or something? I don't think it has horseradish. I wish I knew it was in. I don't think mm. it has horseradish because it doesn't have a too much of a kick, but it's. Interesting. So good. So if anybody ever has the cle a chance to get the Cleveland uh, baseball mustard, can you just buy that from the store? Or? I don't think. Or the I guy does the guy literally get it from the stadium to <laughs> give to you? <laughs> he, well, every time he's, I think when he goes back home, he he's able to get it from stores there. Oh, okay. But, and then he I always see. He, he's so I'm on my second bottle from him <laughs> now, and, and that's almost out. Right on. Um. How many hot dogs do you think you could eat in one sitting? Why do you have hot dogs right now? No, I don't. Oh. I'm sorry, I do not have you just hot got dogs. Got me really right excited. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, if we sat here and ate hot dogs, 
and it wasn't like one of those like 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 a not like a speed eating right 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 no just yeah it, just, just like, taking as much time as you need like we were just hanging out eating hot dogs yeah. dude i could probably eat nine or ten no problem if we're just hanging out eating you know just sitting here okay why yeah. did we not oh if we do this again <laughs> we're just gonna bring you a lot of hot dogs and we'll answer that question that's fine we can do that we can do but that i'm not talking about speeding you know i'm still like just bsing and <laughs> yeah yeah dogs, yeah yeah drinking some dr peppers and beers and <coughs> yeah yeah dude i think how many do you think you can eat <laughs> honestly yeah dude if i was really pushing myself yeah um like three or four maybe that's good though, man that's good <laughs> That that that's that's about right. Because, <laughs> yeah, because you you're not as big as me. <laughs> yeah, I usually eat like one hot dog. I'm like, that's good. I'm good on that. Um, if I'm really hungry, I might eat two. Last night, my wife had a gig and she was singing, and um, and she didn't eat before she sang. Okay. Yeah. Which is that's what responsible singers do. I'll just chow down <laughs> before singing and and feel sorry for myself. But so she didn't. Eat why before. why don't you eat before you sing? Make you feel like you got the vomit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, but and then like it'll mess your vocal range up, I guess. Oh, there's you know all these different like reasons for responsible people, but I just <laughs> chow down okay. and get heartburn and like burp and stuff, and it feels it hurts really bad. Right. But right. anyway, so <laughs> she, she, she's gonna kill me for saying this, but it was it was adorable. <laughs> it was so cute. So last night we we're getting ready for bed and like I had to, I had to work really early in the morning. So I was like, all right, we get, I'm going to bed, whatever. So I'm getting ready for bed and then I go out and I see her on the couch and she's, I'm like, <laughs> she, she, she's like, she had, she was so adorable. She was holding something and I couldn't see cause I didn't have my glasses on and, and I'm, but I, I didn't have my glasses on or whatever, but I, she was holding something and she's like, not enough. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like eating a hot dog. And it, <laughs> And, uh, that's how I knew, like, right, we're, we're we're still perfect for each other. That's awesome. <laughs> She's just falling asleep with a hot dog in her hand. It was great. I think that is great. That is adorable. I agree. I I love things like that. Um. So um. I find that um. It's a good thing to do on podcast uh, to give people an opportunity to shout out any either shows they have coming up or um people they want to give a shout out to or anything like that okay <laughs> look at here <laughs> <laughs> so saturday april 2nd i well, think the camera turned off so you're gonna have to do this audio only probably oh <laughs> uh, that's okay so saturday april 2nd at uh is it Dunning Brewery? Will this air before April? Is, is this airs yeah, this week. Yeah, right? yeah. I'll put okay. it on okay, tonight. Cool. It'll be on oh, tonight. Oh, cool. Yeah. So April second at Dunning Brewery is uh, actually I'm <coughs> I'm opening for myself. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Blood Donors playing first, and then and Blood Donors like a it's it's kind of like a post hardcore or something. I don't know what you would call it. What but okay. we just call it a hardcore band, but we're not that heavy, you know. So it's <laughs> Blood Donor, right. and then uh, Twisty Chris and Put In Packs is next, and uh, and then after so those are my two bands, and then Old Rage is the third band, and these guys those guys are awesome. I'm not in that, so but they but they are great. They're they're actually talented. What kind of music is that? They're kind of like um, they're like dudes over fifty playing like Ramones and Misfits, oh, okay. and stuff like that. Right like on. Kicks, That's cool. That kind of stuff. 
They're really, really, really good. So the, yeah, that's April second at Dunedin Brewery. Where's Where is Dunedin? Where's Dunedin Brewery in Dunedin? I guess. Yeah, huh? I think it's in Dunedin. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's a. Uh, <laughs> It's on 937 Douglas Avenue in Dunedin, Florida. Okay. I have this memorized. I'm not looking at anything. So <laughs> they don't know that because they, they can't see me. <laughs> How much is the show? Free. Oh, it's Look free. Look at that, huh? Oh, nice. And they have, have you heard the band Turnstile? Yes. You know that song, Alien Love Call? Have you, this something new out? I don't know. I don't know the names uh, of the songs. Okay. If well, I heard the song, I might. So yeah, they, Dunedin Brewery has a new beer on tap called Alien Love Call. Oh, nice. It's named after the That's Turnstile awesome. song. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. So there's that, and then the following weekend, this is like more in your neighborhood, actually. Okay. It's uh, the Florida Rules Fest. Have you heard of that? I have not. Oh, uh, Blood Donors playing it, but like it's like like uh, four billion hardcore bands are playing at it, <laughs> and it's April eighth and 9th in uh, in Brandon at the Noise Box, Rhythm of Fear, Three Knee Deep, uh, 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 Gaijin. Have you heard Gaijin? No, dude, they. They slap, yeah. Ma- Malice strikes. All these, all these cool I know bands. Them. Okay, yeah. A lot of cool bands are playing that, and that, I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah. This one actually costs money. It's like fifteen dollars for one day, twenty bucks for the next day. But with this many bands, it's totally worth it. You're paying yeah, like a couple yeah. bucks per band for sure. Yeah. yeah that's so that's Florida Rules Fest, April eighth and ninth. And I never and even heard of the Noise Box before. What is that? Is that like a? Is it a bar or like a? Honestly, I think it's a room that just puts on hardcore shows. Yeah, I think the guys Never from heard of it. I think the guys from uh, like Elevated Bookings putting it on, and that's that guy Tom, Tom Stevens or Tom Ste- Tom Stev that puts on some shows. Uh, he used to be he used to book like all the hardcore bands like in the early two thousands, and he's putting this on, and um, and and the I think the guys from Con- Convicted Printing which is the guy's also named Tom. I think <laughs> they have a lot to do with the stuff that goes on at the noise box, but I could be wrong. I don't even know. <laughs> okay. Right but, on. yeah, so, yeah. so. But Brandon, uh, yeah, that's not far from Lakeland, so, yeah. Yeah, that's dude, cool. that, that's, that's going to be a fun one. Um, <coughs> yeah, like I said, April so April 2nd, Dunedin Brewery, and then April 8th is when Blood Donor is at Florida Rules Fest. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Um. All right. Is there anything else you want to give a shout out to or for? Or uh, tell dude. your wife that you love her. Hey, Robin, I love you. <laughs> already, already said that by explaining the hot dog story. <laughs> that that's 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 true love when you can explain that hot dog story. Um. Hey, Makara, I love you. Hey, look, I did it too. <laughs> hey, Makara, <laughs> I, I like you like just as a friend. <laughs> Dude, hey, I was watching. Slow down, bro. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hands off, sir. Back <laughs> off, sir. Dude, I was watching this uh, interview with Mike Judge from that did beat yeah, us uh, yeah, yeah. and all, King of the Hill, and he was talking about how um, he came up with the you know Boomhauer off King of the Hill. Uh-huh. He said that so whenever um, Beavis and Butthead first came out, he would get voicemails about with people complaining so they made a special voicemail box for people to complain and it would go to that his yeah, voice right right and he said that someone called and they thought the name of the show was porky's butthole <laughs> okay and and, and, and the, but the way he's like hey i'm watching it down dang on porky's damn butthole <laughs> and so that's how he came up with the boom howard that's thing. great it has nothing to do with this interview but i was just <laughs> listening to that earlier today and i thought it was so funny <laughs> that is pretty funny and also so today <laughs> I'm I'm really hyper now because I had like half of a Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> we we went to the Air Fest today, right? 
What is that? It's Emmett Dill Air Force Base. It's so like airplanes. Yeah, like okay. all this cool stuff. Yeah. Like, and Which, that was all cool, but then we saw a robot dog. Yeah, I saw that video. Dude, it was a robot dog walking around. It was, it, was the most, it was the most amazing thing. Who was the owner of said robot dog? I think it was. F- I think the FBI was showing. It. Okay, like, yeah, so was, right. and I think that it was makes like sense. A, I think yeah. it was like a bo- bomb sniffing dog. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. That but he was sense. he was adorable. He would sit. He would like do little trots. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. I, I kind of want one, but at the same time, you can't trust a robot dog. No, you can't. Like. Um, and I imagine it's incredibly expensive. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Jeez. Um, oh, I was going to say, I, uh, I have a show coming up, uh, oh. April 15th, um, with the singer of, Ma- the, uh, the singer of machinists is going to be doing spoken word and then I'm going to be doing comedy and then we got. Anaset um doing I think playing some blues on acoustic in between our sets or something like that. What? At pink piano. So it should be interesting. It's a little bit different type of a show, but um That sounds fun and it's April fifteenth. April fifteenth at day pink is that piano. On? That's a Friday. I, I honestly don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's on a Friday and that's the day after my birthday. Nice. Yeah. So that means I should go to that, right? Is that you should go to it? Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. That's your invite. Come, <laughs> bring hot dogs. Oh man, the pink piano. At first, I thought you said pink pony. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. But I don't. I don't think that place exists. Anymore. No, no, no. It's uh, pink piano. <laughs> Even though we, well, so we've been talking. Huh? Kind of reminds me. Uh, I've been talking some of uh, to some of the other comedians that I guess have talked with some of the guys at Showgirls here in in Lakeland, uh, the strip club we have here <laughs> in Lakeland, and um, like as much of a strip club as, as Lakeland's allowed to have. Okay. So it, it's I don't know it's it's <laughs> kind of odd, but uh, anyways, uh, they I guess they've been talking to the owners about it or or talk talking to some people there and. Um, they're trying to put on like a comedy show there, like where we get up there and just like are doing stand up while like girls are like dancing around us or whatever. <laughs> like, and I think that would be like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I so hope it happens. I, I don't it sounds, think it I sounds hilarious to me. So when I first when I when you finally <coughs> taught me in the comedy, yeah. I don't I don't want to do that one. Okay, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, fair enough. You don't have to do that. But one. I want you to tell me all about <laughs> it. <laughs> fair enough. Because it does sound really funny. Yeah, I think it would be really funny. Because I love a good mess, and that yeah. sounds really messy. Exactly. Like I <laughs> love I love a good mess, too. It does sound like a disaster, and I am here for it. I'm very excited. I hope it happens. Um, anyways, that's all I got. Uh, anything else you want to add, sir? No, I, I've never done this before. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. Right on. Well, uh Thanks for coming on, Christopher. It was a pleasure. Um, we'll have you back as whenever you you want to come back on. Um, and I hope everyone comes to your show on April second and April eighth and ninth. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks <laughs> for having me. It was an honor. No problem. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Chat with a rat. Yeah, buddy. Chat Till with next a pack, <laughs> rat. <laughs> yeah. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Goodbye. Wait. What? What? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs>
Goodbye. Wait. <laughs>